Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea, hot cocoa, coffee, or a cold beverage, and join us as we dive into today's topic. There's a story I'd like to read to you today. It's just a couple minutes. But it's by Cappy Collard Miller. She says, Sitting in the airport waiting for my flight to leave, I couldn't seem to concentrate on my book. I kept glancing at the nearby snack counter, wondering whether I should get something to eat. Suddenly, I sensed the Lord whisper in my heart, Go tell the woman at the counter that I love her. Oh, Lord, you know I don't like to do things like that. People always think I'm weird. I could sense the Lord waiting patiently. After trying to think of a good reason to refuse, I gave in. As I stood in line, I I was surprised when no one else came up behind me to order. By the time it was my turn to order, no one was around except me and the woman behind the counter. May I help you, she inquired. Yes, I would like a glass of tea. And hesitating, I suddenly felt the Lord's firm nudge. But I also wanted to tell you that God loves you. Her face registered shock. Oh no, I thought. See what happens when you make me do this, Lord? Now I've offended her. Then in a second, her face softened and tears sprang into her eyes. She whispered through a choked voice. You don't know how much I needed to hear that. My husband died three months ago and I've been feeling like God doesn't care. She fixed my iced tea, and when I went over to the attached counter to get some sugar, she followed me and poured out her heart about her grief. No one came up to the counter while we talked, and as I was able to encourage her because it was just the two of us. As we parted, she leaned over and hugged me. I whispered a prayer as I walked away. Okay, Lord, just when I think you are out to embarrass me, you take my reluctant obedience and use it for your glory. Thank you. I like this story because I remember when I was 26, my mom the woman who raised me from a baby, suddenly passed of a massive heart attack. Four months later, my dad um, was diagnosed with um, terminal illness. He, He had cancer, and it was terminal. And a little over a year after that, he passed away. I remember laying in bed one night 
and I was really, really sad, really heartbroken, depressed. And I said to the Lord, laying in the dark, my children and my husband were up front and I was laying in bed. And I said to the Lord, if you love me, come see about me. I began to sing songs. And after a little while, I felt the presence of the Lord's love envelop me as if he was surrounding me with his love embracing me, hugging me. That love brought a sense of peace that I cannot even describe. I was just so overwhelmed with peace, with calm. I began to feel better instantly. I sat up on the side of the bed. I felt strengthened. I felt uh, lighter, you know, my heaviness, the heaviness in my heart, it just, it felt gone. The next morning, I was able to go about my duties as a mother and as a wife, and I just had a whole different feeling. Sometimes we want to bless people, um, by having a mega church and that's okay sometimes we want to be famous we want to be known all over the world whether it's for our evangelism or preaching or singing or writing books or owning the television stations whatever it is and that's okay sometimes we want uh, to have huge followings you know, hundreds and thousands of people following us and, and giving us that platform, that's okay too. But this lady, she was one-on-one. -on -one. She simply obeyed in an airport when God nudged in her spirit or tapped her on the shoulder and dropped in her heart to go and say, I love you. I want to use you as a vessel to clearly communicate to this lady behind the counter. I want to communicate to her that I love her. Go tell her that I love her. Sometimes it's a one-on-one. -on -one. Sometimes it's a, a rapport with our um, co-workers or family members. You know... I'm very proud of my children. My oldest son is known for his um, ability to play music. He can sing, he can minister, he plays keyboards, he plays the saxophone. I don't even know how many instruments he plays, drums, but he's known for his music. In the, in the Christian world and in the jazz world, he's known. Then there's my youngest son, who is a motivational speaker and minister. And he's known, he has a good following, a great following. 
he follows and they follow him. He He's known for his abilities. But you know what? My oldest child, my daughter, she's kind of like behind the scenes and she's content to be behind the scenes. But let me tell you about her ministry. It's great. She never forgets a birthday or an anniversary or when someone is sick in the hospital. She never forgets to send a get well card. If someone has a new baby, she always, if she doesn't get to go visit, you know, them at the hospital, she makes sure that they have some type of little gift, some little token from the Wagner family, mostly from her family, but she includes the Wagner family in that also. That's her ministry. That's her platform. She it seems like she's behind the scenes and it seems like she's content to be behind the scenes. But what it is, is she's content to walk in the calling that God has given her. I want to encourage you today. When you feel that nudge, when you feel that little slight push, when you feel Feel that little whisper in your heart and in your soul and in your spirit. I want to encourage you to walk in your gifting. It can be as easy as breathing. Why? Because it's so much of a part of you. To you, it's no big deal. But to the person on the receiving end of your gift and your calling, is being blessed. They are they are experiencing an overwhelming love. They are enveloped and engulfed and embraced with God's love. And with that love comes a sense of calm, a sense of peace, a sense of um, everything is well. And it brings with it strength. Strength to get through the next minute, the next hour, the next day, the next week or month. You don't know what impact what you are allowing God to do through you is doing. But I can guarantee you it's all for his glory. In what God is nudging in your spirit to do. It may to be it may be to write letters. It may be to to put food on someone's doorstep and ring the doorbell and leave. Everything doesn't have to be seen, but you can give God glory simply by obeying his voice. Psalms 115 and 1 says, Not to us, O Lord not to us, but to your name goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us here each week at 3 p.m. for Tea Time with Marcella.